0: Welcome to Concussion Stories, a live Jana podcast series filled with hope. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone in your concussion recovery. I'm Melanie and I spent more than six years experimenting, training and learning in order to heal myself from a very bad case of post concussion syndrome. And today I feel better than ever before. In concussion stories, we dig deep while discussing hopeful stories of recovery, as well as the hard stuff in the messy middle. If you're struggling to focus, be sure to take breaks. Down in the description of each episode, you can find a table of contents in case you want to skip ahead. Let's dive right in. In this episode, James Durham shares the power of positivity and hope with us. And mind you, these are no empty words of motivation. James has literally defied all odds with his philosophy. Because after his accident in 2011, James remembers being surrounded by loved ones who had already passed on, and he remained in a five-week coma after that. Doctors didn't think he'd ever be able to walk, talk, or remember a thing if he'd wake up. James woke up, and he had lost functions, some of which were truly lost, like his sight from one eye, and other functions he was able to relearn with help of his positive philosophy. James now lives a very positive life, graduated university, runs a charity organization for traumatic brain injury, and inspires people around the world. James' story is a perfect illustration to aim for the life you feel is waiting for you, even if experts can't see how you would ever do that. This is James Durham. So James, we are on a similar mission because on your website, you write that it doesn't matter what part of the world you're from, you are not alone. And this same message is so important to me that I put it in Live Jana's name, because Jana is an acronym for you are not alone. Why is it so important to you to reach out and let people know and feel that they're not alone?
1: You know, that's a great question. The reason that I reach out and to let people know they're not alone has multiple perspectives. But most importantly, of course, that they are not alone and there's others out there that can relate to them and help them with hope, education, with steps that work for them and can be addressed to their own personal equation. And most importantly, inspire them to understand that what they're going through may be difficult but it is not the end. Before my injury, I was always a positive person, but I understood that after sustaining my injury and literally rewiring my brain, that the positive impact was still there. It was just even more in depth, more stronger is what I'm referring to by saying more in depth. And with doing that, it helped me not only think differently, but also had the ripple effect of being and living differently, even with my long-term effects of my severe traumatic brain injury.
0: So would you say then that because you write, uh, I think it was in a, sorry, it was in an interview uh, with Jennifer Sheehan, you said that you're better in so many things that you ever were before. And does that have to do with this attitude?
1: It has to, you know, that's a really good question. It does have to do with this attitude. The attitude is the roots of all the scenarios that I go through short, long term in life, and especially with the difficulties that I experience daily with my brain injury. I still use that every day because I like you mentioned, I do still have difficulties with my brain injury. You know, for example, just to help our listeners understand, I have a communication error. Where I have difficulty understanding or writing certain words or phrases, what they actually mean or how they're properly pronounced, written, etc. I do have no smell and taste. I do have um, a very strong lack of depth. My body senses are damaged, so I have difficulty with telling the exact temperature of items and/or body temperature. Um, I death out of my left ear. I'm completely blind out of my left eye and of course I have a brain injury on top of that.
0: I think it's it's really amazing that you do all the things that you do um especially when you're still experiencing or when you continue to experience all of these symptoms but then I know that you're guided by something else than just Um, some will to uh, put your story forward, right? It's a deeper level of motivation that you have.
1: Thank you. And and like I said, a lot of people have the same ripple effect, have not heard of a brain injury before they sustain theirs. But once we get a brain injury, we have the ability not only to help others understand how a brain injury is affecting an individual's life, But also how if we can go and move forward with it, there's no reason to really complain that things can't be done. It's an inspiration for others to understand, especially when it's an invisible disability that you cannot tell exactly by the outside layer that there is a brain injury involved. You might see some individuals with some damages to their outer limbs or not able to function completely but when you see that you don't assume brain injury you think either bad wreck or most importantly they were born that way you don't think oh hey maybe they have a brain injury which also caused that but then again it comes with the flexibility and most importantly the comfortability of sharing what you're going through to let others know that hey this is what I'm going through learn more about me you might know someone that's going through the same thing or most importantly you can help make sure that this doesn't happen to anyone in your own life and especially yourself
0: yes that's that's so important and i think that it is really beautiful that you do what you do with tbi one love and we haven't touched upon that subject just yet so can you maybe tell a bit about it
1: of course tbi one love is a nonprofit organization spreading a positive form of hope, inspiration, and education to those that have been touched by a brain injury, along with awareness and prevention to the general public. It is a phenomenal source of, like I stated, that positive form, but it also has survivors sharing their story with our inspirational family tree of survivors and caregivers. There's over 400 individuals that have joined the family tree out of 14 different countries to helping us paint the world green and in the silence of the invisible disability.
0: The invisibility of it all is, I think partly what both of us are working on so hard in order to create this awareness and you do that uh, for example by having people share their stories which are such beautiful and touching stories and they are also so elaborate because you really let people share whatever they feel is important to share um in order um to create this awareness that people are not alone and that there are so many more things to a brain injury than most of even the survivors often know when they get it
1: exactly and like i mentioned and that's the whole point of my work in my organization and this whole point that all survivors and even caregiver caregivers i'm sorry need to share their story because Brain injuries happen anywhere to anyone at any time. Very little have ever heard of a brain injury, and if they have, it's not fully understanding because they do not live with one. And It's sad to say this, but brain injuries have been around for generations. They're never going to go away. Thanks to Dr. Ben and Amalu with locating CTE, that really tipped the iceberg of changing brain injury awareness, and most importantly, how a concussion is not a headache. It is a mild traumatic brain injury. So there are differences that are always going to be educated and differences that will really help unfold the journey, but we're never going to really understand the full impact of brain injuries for generations because it's been around for so long. But once again, by finding that it's addressing the change, in helping others understand not only, of course, that they can happen anywhere, anytime and anyone,
0: but also how
1: it's not like when you break a leg or an, or break a leg or break an arm or a bone, for example, where you're going to get a calendar that's going to say, hey, by X amount of weeks, you're going to have this done. By X amount of weeks, you might get your cast off. By X amount of weeks, you'll be able to do this because with a brain injury, there is no finish line and most importantly. Every brain injury is completely different. Even if you have an individual that has a similar, similar style of brain injury or the same area of damage, they're not going to match. All brains, all individuals are different. So what's very important, kind of going with the motivation of being ourselves is just because we look the same doesn't mean they act the same.
0: No, that's very true. I feel like sometimes we don't even need an introduction, right? We understand on a deeper level what we're all going through and still there are so many differences and we still cannot understand the other as well as, um, well, I think the mile in someone else's shoes uh, saying applies here. So um, it's also very, um, I think, It's something that I'm very aware of also, that you always leave room for another to be able to explain how things are for them instead of assuming what they are going through. And this is also something that has to do with the invisibility that you already touched upon as well. If you imagine that someone is listening right now and they feel like there is no end to their struggle. So this is a place that I have been to. Could you share, I feel that you can, could you share some words of hope and inspiration from your own story with them?
1: Of course. I'd be happy to. You know, some of the words and of wisdom and guidance that I recommend to anyone, especially our listeners or people that they know, is we need to focus on at least one positive thing a day. And a lot of people, think that when I ask them to do that, that okay, it's really got to think on the big things. It's not, focus on the little things. That's something positive. For example, waking up, having food, having clothes, having a home, having friends, family, etc. Those little things really are the big things. When you start to do that every day, not saying the same ones every day, but the same style. Think about a positive thing at the beginning of day. The end or the middle, whatever works best, you're actually going to rewire your brain and create new neurological pathways that are able to obtain positive impact more easily. When you continue to do that, you're going to build more, they're going to get stronger, etc. But it's just is very important to understand that the power of positivity can be a very powerful, keyword powerful, long term effect to our physical emotional and most importantly our mental lifestyle if we have the ability and flexibility to want to do it because life is a gift there are always going to be ups and downs but when we can focus on the positive instead of only on the negative it's going to really reward us and help change the person we are how we think and most importantly how we live
0: that's really beautiful, sa- beautifully said. I wanna talk about this a little more because um, as you already know, I think I've watched your interview with Jennifer Sheehan and in it, um, it shocked me to hear that you died right after the moment of impact. And this goes to show the severity of your injury. And she said that you told her um, that in the hospital, the doctors thought that you would not wake up, and if you would, that you could become a vegetable. And yet, here you are. So um, I was wondering, have you ever felt after waking up that had you believed that you could become no more than a vegetable, so you wouldn't have all of this positive energy working with you and for you, you would not have made the effort maybe even to recover like you did to do all that you're doing right now
1: exactly and that's very true you know and even with getting you know the diagnosis and how things are supposed to be obviously they didn't tell me that they told my family but going through the process of relearning how to do things even if I knew how to do them I still was forced to do it and looking back at that now and even the way that I continue to do do certain exercises, mental rewiring, mental boosters, etc. It's really helping me not only be how I am, but most importantly, help inform others. Because without that self-motivation and liking myself enough to where I can be happy with who I am, how I live, no what obstacles are going my way, it's really helping me unfold the way that it's supposed to be instead of the way it was determined.
0: Yeah. I hear a lot of uh, the word acceptance is what comes up in my mind when you speak. Exactly. But acceptance is a really hard process to go through. Once you have this whole space opens up for you to move. Um, Because I think, yes, you're moving with whatever has to happen apparently. Um, But before that, it's really hard sometimes to... Uh, get to this place where you feel like, okay, I have accepted where I am. And from here, I am going to improve upon my situation. Do you feel that you can maybe share um, some insight on how to accept um, when situation when someone is feeling like this is not supposed to happen? I am supposed to live a different life than what I am having now.
1: Exactly. And I'm glad you asked. Very important for us we are and how we are today especially once we have obstacles and what i'm referring to obstacles is not only brain injuries everyone has obstacles life changes and they are always going to motivate us or give their perspective which is very powerful but that's only going to be about 75 80 percent useful and i know listeners are probably thinking, well If our own determination is the remaining, which can be 20 to 25%, that means that theirs is more useful, which is not true. The smaller amount is up to us, and that is the most valuable. People are always going to give their opinion on situations. They're going to give their perspectives, pros and cons, etc., however you want to work. But at the end of the day it all determines on us. We are our own source of inspiration. We view others and get to learn from them, but it's not to copy, it's to learn from them, put it in our own equation and then use it. So we get to not only be happy on how we're timing, even if it's gonna take time, but the end result is gonna be much more than we could ever imagine.
0: That's a really beautiful perspective. And it's exactly the same as uh, what I have experienced and what I believe. Um, so I can, uh, completely agree with you. You have sustained such a severe, uh, injury and still you are now doing all that you're doing with TBI One Love. You're, helping people uh, well, come forward. I would say because of this invisibility of it all share their stories, but you're also helping people, um, experience and choose hope and feel that they are not alone in all of this.
1: Even no matter what the scenario is, it can always be worse.
0: Yes, it can. That's one of the things that really helped me choose hope in the beginning because I found a book that described stories of hope after brain injury. And after I read that, I realized that I really hadn't had it that bad. And I really felt that if others could do it, I could uh, live that way too. And that's, that's the thing that I love so much about the message of T- uh, TBI One Love, um, but also your story. So having injured the left side of your brain, I think it's responsible for things like talking and understanding and analyzing and planning, right? The more logical things, and you need this to do your work, all of which you are doing with TBI One Love. So I think it's an amazing illustration of how much the brain is capable of relearning after injury,
1: thank you so much for your kind words.
0: how do you see this? How do you see all of this relearning that you had to do and all of that you you are now capable of doing
1: you know I think it's it's very important you know it's like i've told people it's just like riding a bike it's going to take time, and of course we want it, it to happen immediately faster than it needs to, but the longer we take to really um allow it to adapt the way it's supposed to, we're going to be much more happier with the outcome and we're going to be much more happier with the results that we personally get to experience short and long term.
0: Yes. And there's the the acceptance again. So that's really, I think, the key topic that You have touched upon, aside from all of the beautiful notes that you made on positive energy. With that, I would like to conclude our recording. I'm curious whether you would like to share still something with our listeners.
1: You know what? I think we've shared enough. I I would just highly recommend them if they would like to learn more about myself or my organization or the family tree that you're a part of please visit tbi1love.org or find us on social media and hit the like button.
0: And with that, I would like to conclude our recording. Thank you so much for taking this time with me and sharing your life with our listeners.
1: Hey, thank you for the opportunity, I hope you continue to thrive and I know you will inspire others. Keep up the great work.
0: Thank you so much. Now I would love to hear from you. What do you take away from this episode? Is there something that you can apply to your life right away? Head on over to lifeyana.com and leave your comment now. And if you want to hear and read more concussion stories, actionable steps and inspiration, be sure to subscribe to the Jana email list while you're there so that you never miss out on new materials we constantly make for you. If you want to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash concussion stories. Thank you for listening to this concussion stories episode by Jana. May you be well and may you be happy.